All right, there is this man. He walks to work. I every thought about this in the shower day. earlier, and I thought I'm gonna Google this and put an end to this garbage right now. Every you know what? I didn't, day, I didn't Google it. I tried. He gets no, to his office building, the place where he works. He punches the 14th floor. Did I say 12 12 floor? 12 floor. 12 12 floor. And then he walks up the last remaining four floors up the flights of steps to get to where he actually works in his office, except for on days when it's raining. We have determined that there is something different about the man. It sounds like he just has OCD. That would not be the <laughs> correct answer. What is the deal is he a gremlin? with this guy? Is he a gremlin? He can't, can't get wet. He is not a gremlin. Is he a human? We've he asked is that a human. already. I don't remember though. He is you a human, it. but but he 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 he's getting closer. I was being flippant. Question. I wasn't even trying. I know. I understand. <laughs> but he's not a gremlin. He is a human, and he's just just getting wet like everybody else. But on those days, he gets to ride all the way up. That's the that's the question. You have to answer more questions about the guy. Is he a window you? washer? Nope. And that's how we start today's Chattanooga Drive-In Show. If you weren't listening to the last one, you have no idea what's going on. <laughs> and that should teach you a lesson to always listen. Yeah, you got to pay attention. A lesson to listen or you'll be lesser. You're, you'll be a lesser vessel of intelligence when it's all said and done. Um, Chattanooga Drive-In Show, the Monday through Friday Every single weekday, well, I say that, and then we're about to fudge on that, too, because we've got the holidays coming up, a uh, podcast recorded uh, in the style and form and tradition and routine and rhythm of a good old-fashioned morning radio show. And I said good old-fashioned morning radio show, not one of these tepid, lukewarm, don't offend anybody I just want to just be everybody's pal. Isn't that just great? Wowsy, wowsy, woo-woo. Terrible, flippant, horrible morning shows of today, modern morning shows that are filled with fluff and self-promotion. We want to replace those, give you a a three-and-a-half, four-hour show, cram it into an hour, and absolutely just make you so smart. It's just like a power injection. (laughs) Like that booster you got that's made you so sore this morning. Yeah. Which, which arm is it? Don't start, Jeff. Which arm is it? <laughs> it's not that arm. I was just going to test it. <laughs> Boosters apparently hurt for some people. Well, it doesn't. It hurts exactly the same as it hurt the first time you got a shot. Well, it is. It is. It is. It is a. It is a day that the Lord hath made. So rejoice and try to find the best in it. Uh, you are listening again to the Chattanooga Drive-In Show. Thank you. We are broadcasting Lodge Cast Iron Studios. That's where we're broadcasting from, uh, and that's where we be staying here right now. And we're proud to have the good folks from Lodge behind us. I guarantee you people are breaking out that Lodge right now, getting ready for Thanksgiving. There's certain things that cannot be cooked any other way than in cast iron. And cast iron must be put away properly and, and stored properly and used properly. And if you don't know how to do it, give me a holler. I'll, I'll try to help you out. Uh, before we get to the segmented parts of the show, and we've been doing this now for quite some time, we're approaching two solid months of, of, of shows. I mean, we have been here every day with one exception, one mistake. 
one mistake. Everybody's had a day off, and uh, and we're going to get a couple more off coming up here. We've just got a couple of days uh, this week, and then we're going to be off for Thanksgiving. We'll do a little special something. Yes, to answer everybody's question, the playing of the Arlo will take place. It will. And if YouTube doesn't like it and Facebook doesn't like it, they can blow me. Facebook is going to be fine. <laughs> it will be posted as its own separate link. And I'm just saying that that's just the way it is. I mean, because it's got to be played on Thanksgiving or God knows what sort of hell would be breaking loose across the country. Uh, Brian, very quickly before we even get to, into the first official act, Alabama, no longer number two. Yeah, Ohio State jumped, right? ESPN, FPI poll, Ohio State takes over number two. And you may very well remember last year I said Ohio State would have a better chance of actually beating Alabama in the uh, championship game, and I I still hold true to that. I've I've seen one time in my entire life Georgia – and Ohio State, my two teams play, and I would love to dearly see it again. People think I would, I would hate that because one would have to lose. But no, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dog fan first, a Buckeye fan second. I would not be brokenhearted. It would be an exciting game for me. Yeah, Dave's got more on this here in just a minute, so we won't steal uh, all of his the thunder, thunder. But the, uh, the. Uh, the committee show is tonight, so that's the poll that actually matters. So AP and ESPN, the coaches, they can all put any all team wherever they want them. It, the only one that matters is the uh, the committee. But, of course, it doesn't matter yet because the season's not over. That's the actual one that matters. But, yes, that's it's something to talk about. All right, we'll go ahead and get started here. Russell Stroud has the news headlines for you, and he'll give them to you in a casual and uh, unique way. <laughs> okay, I don't know about unique, but uh, Chattanooga police uh, were involved in a chase Sunday morning. One Chattanooga police officer was injured in the pursuit. Uh, Nicholas Fairbanks was arrested after that chase that led officers through the South Willow Street area. Fairbanks had outstanding warrants, but now has even more charges levied against him. The officer, who was reportedly injured, was treated and released from the hospital. Fairbanks was involved in an earlier shooting on Sheridan Avenue, which was determined to be an accident. The Georgia State Patrol and the Hamilton County Sheriff's Office were involved in a car chase that led to the death of the driver. It all started on I-75 in Catoosa County. A trooper tried to pull over a speeding vehicle, but it continued down the highway. As it approached the state line, a passenger allegedly fired a gun at chasing troopers. Hamilton County then joined in. More shots were fired. The driver lost control and crashed on Boy Scout Road in Hickson. The driver was killed and a passenger was injured. And finally, an 18-year-old and a 15-year-old were arrested after a shooting spree on, uh, or rather, after a shooting on D Drive. The victim was uh, standing outside of his home when the two approached him and demanded his valuables. When he refused, he was shot. He's expected to make a full recovery. Uh, 18-year-old Timothy Appleberry faces a charge of especially aggravated robbery, and the 15-year-old, who will not be named, faces similar charges. And now from the Donbass region of Ukraine, it's Dave Hooker. Well, what will the college football playoff committee have for us tonight? Fortunately, it's the last of the shows. I'm Dave Hooker off the hook sports. So all of these college football committee playoff shows leading up to the actual selection show, which will be in a couple of days, are just shows. They're really there to generate interest, not to tell you what the committee is really thinking. So we don't really know what they're really thinking but let's offer this they want alabama in the college football playoff so alabama took care of their business they're 10 and 1 and they will play 
uh, Auburn this week, followed by an SEC championship game. Now, Auburn's in all sorts of trouble at quarterback and other positions, so that should be a game Alabama wins. If they lose close to Georgia in the SEC championship game, they're probably in. Ohio State and the AP poll, for what it's worth, jumped Alabama to number two. Georgia's still number one. Now, Cincinnati is number four, but some saying that Cincinnati just doesn't deserve to be in the playoff. Now, that's number four in the AP poll. What will they be tonight? If you love Mayhem, and I do because I want to see an 8 or 12 game playoff, then root for them Bearcats, just like Zach England does. He's got your back, and so will the college football playoff committee if the Bearcats continue to win, I think. But could they leave Cincinnati out because they're not a Power 5 team? Very, very possible. But what kind of message does that send? No matter how well you play, no matter how many games you win, no matter how undefeated your record is, you cannot make a playoff team X. In this case, it's Cincinnati. It's happened before with Central Florida, and it very well could happen again because these teams can come up and play. And the argument that the college football committee would have, their schedules aren't quite as daunting. Still, root for Cincinnati, root for Mayhem, so we can get to an 8- or 12-team playoff. If they're left out, I think that that happens. I'm Dave Hooker, Off the Hook Sports. Watch that college football committee show tonight. See the Mayhem happen. I'm a fan of the Bearcats. I've always been a fan of the Cincinnati Bearcats. They always play above their head. They always play better than most people give them credit for. But number four, number four in the nation, they would have to have an extraordinary team with that kind of student. Well, population. Notre Dame keeps winning, and they beat Notre Dame, so that elevates yeah. their well, uh, their profile every day. As a, I watch college football every Saturday. It's so stupid. Anybody, it's so dumb how this even gets put together. Anybody who you mean who watches ball loves to see Notre Dame get beat. Everybody except for Catholics. Yeah. The um. One other. Well, let me just throw this at you. Just one other little sports thing. I just for this popped up today for some reason. Must have been some sort of anniversary. Who was the first professional athlete? And I'll, I'll go so far as to say black athlete in America to make the crossover into movies and TV and superstardom other than athleticism. Literally walked away from a lucrative superstar career and decided just to do something different. Jim Brown? I was yes. about to, I, I, Good yes. pull. Good yes. pull. Uh, Jim Brown. Do you think, do, is it Jim Brown? It was. I was trying to think if it was somebody before that. Uh, maybe an Olympian, Olympian or they, something. They took, but, they took his worth at the time, you know, when he left and they when he went into movies, they were thinking, he's crazy. I mean, he'll He didn't never, have a long career he, in football. No, no, Ten no, years, no. Maybe? He'll never, he'll never be able to do in entertainment what he could have done had he stayed just another couple of years in football and uh, they they basically rounded it up, and his net worth today would be worth about thirty million dollars. Yeah. And you know what? When we start talking about the upper echelons of the people in the entertainment world making the hundreds of millions of dollars and stuff like that, it it throws it off. The average movie star, like a Scarlett Johansson, 
that's about what she makes a year. She's the highest paid uh, actress yeah. right now. Yeah, and I'm saying I mean, it's literally about $30, $31 million. It's not Oprah money. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, Jim Brown would be making $30 million a year now with adjusted money. I just thought that was interesting. You know how I know about Jim Brown is he was the announcer on the very first UFC back before it was called UFC and it was just the ultimate fighting championship. He was the announcer on that. He's just a cool dude. Yeah, Jim Brown played for eight years, which is kind of long for a running back, but but not really for somebody of his name, stature. I mean, he's he's widely considered the greatest football player ever. Yeah, yeah. Certainly the best running back ever. Yeah, I mean, and and if you ever saw, if you saw that that special that came out last year about the, uh, uh, the one night in Memphis, uh, or one night in Miami about you know Ali and uh, Malcolm oh, yeah, X what a great and movie. Jim Brown Gosh, and, and uh, so Sam Cooke in the same hotel room talking about the Black movement. That's so and, interesting. Uh, yeah, intriguingly done. And Brown just made up his mind and goes, "Screw this! I'm gonna make some money." <laughs> yep. <laughs> I right, thank you, thank you to to Russell for the news and to David Hooker for the sports. Thanks to Jen for just being here and just being an angelic creature who swoops down <laughs> with just love and empathy and is our, is our mother go. figure here, and we love her to death. She got mad because I didn't mention her by name yesterday yeah, thanks. when I was doing the 500th podcast with 503rd. Clint Powell. And uh, golly, I... Mentioned Russell. She made notes in Brian. my hands. How do you forget Not Jen? She literally mentioned me. I, I didn't know you were on Clint again, but I don't think that I did. Seems to be a reoccurring event, so yeah. I'll catch the next one. I don't know why he likes the one who me. sits at the right hand of Jeff. <laughs> People's Home Equity don't start your search for a new home until you are pre-approved. That move saves you time, money, stress, and worry. Also, if you want a guide to help you through the jungle of today's market, that is all covered with Bruce Dodd and Trevor Glass. Five nine one nine eight zero one. Chat Mortgage, two T's, chatmortgage.com, 5919801. President Biden has asked the FTC to please look into gas prices and the possibility of gas Mm -hmm. gouging. Yesterday, I was in front of this really nice guy at a restaurant. We were just getting to go orders. He's an older fella, probably my age. You know, I, I say older nowadays, and they, they could be 10 years younger than me. I know, me. it's weird. I know, and I, I just, but he started popping off about, well, you know, they got that gas price back up again so high, you know, they could have done something about that. And I, and I said, sir, they they don't do anything. Yeah, they don't really exist. They, they don't do anything. <laughs> you're you're talking about the Democrats and in, in, in power in the White House. And, I mean, this is one of those things I don't normally engage in, but I didn't have anything else to do. Yeah, I was going to say, I why said, did you do that? I said, yeah. there, there, there is no they. I mean, the, the gas prices get set by OPEC, who has basically just put a chokehold on production. And then we've got this global, you know, pandemic, this situation going on where we've got – you know, a, a non-flow of, of goods and services and container ships. There's nothing the president or the Democrats are doing to make gas get higher. They would love for it to go lower. Yeah. There's not a Democrat that would not love for gas prices to go lower. Well, it would certainly help his approval rating, that's for sure. And uh, so anyway, he has asked, and the guy, he, he well, they, he just kept coming back to they. Well, he's they, a they said guy. They, the they exactly, said. Exactly. Here's what they're saying. Exa- Who's I, they? I don't know. <laughs> Who are they? Who is that? Is I keep th- getting that. My roommate and I talk about this a lot where he says, yeah, people say this and then I'm like, who's the people? My whole, my they, whole 
whole uh, day job. It's a bunch of they said this and they. they here's what I'm hearing. It's yeah. the Illuminati. I don't care what you're hearing. It's the Star Chamber. <laughs> it's the Bilderbergers. It's it's the I don't I don't it's know the Majestic who, Twelve. Who, who it who it is? It's the Eternals. <laughs> you know. Uh, the, oh well, if it's the Eternals, we'll probably be you fine. You get this everywhere, everywhere you go. And you they they are doing it, and they are the enemy, and we are not. But anyway, he's got him looking into it. <laughs> Biden's letter to uh, Lena Khan, the antitrust champion that he appointed as chair of the commission, says there there are claims of mounting evidence of anti-consumer behavior by oil and gas companies. What else do you want the president to do? He noted the prices of the pump have riven, riv, riven, risen. <laughs> That's a good game, really. Even <laughs> as the costs of refined fuel have fallen and industry profits have gone up. That's it. That's the truth. Wait and wait and see what happens when when you know at the end of the quarter they post their profits. Hmm. They'll be massive. Well, of course they there will, will be. be. There, there <laughs> will be no show of any shortage. Yeah, they're not going to be going. Damn, I can't whatsoever. believe it. <laughs> and so the average gallon of gas right now three forty in the United States three forty, and that is. That's rough. I did notice that it had gone down. It's down locally about on, five to six, seven is. cents. Yeah, uh, on Morrison Springs Road. Got it for less than three bucks the other day. Ninety-nine. Thought it was something was wrong. Um, the number, by the way, you can call if you disagree with anything here and get your voice actually on the show a little bit later on, or we'll uh, read your texts. Uh, so you People can tend get to text feedback. more, but whichever one you want to do. 301-9229, 301-9229. If you think the president's in charge of the gas prices, then let's go ahead and take the historical record and go back and look and see if you still want to blame every president every time the gas got high, all right? Well, it, it, it undeniably was Carter's fault. Somehow. Yeah, well, there's no doubt about that. Um, all right. <laughs> We nope. had Bush was an oil man. The, gas is at four dollars yeah, a gallon. Yeah, he, he was Daniel Plainview. Now I'm an oil man. Yeah. SUV crash, Waukesha, Waukesha, Wisconsin. I thought it was a Waukesha, but that's just because I'm a southerner. I, I'm <laughs> unfamiliar with the uh, the burb outside of yeah. uh, Milwaukee. Uh, five people dead. Last I heard, forty injured. More will die from that uh, amount. Undoubtedly. SUV and they've got tons of video and the TV stations have there's no there's there's no law or regulation that the FCC has that says you can't show this person being mowed down by a vehicle mm -hmm. this is just an agreed upon thing they will not show bodies flying but there is plenty of footage of bodies flying 45 people right there, five dead and 40 in the hospital that got plowed into. This guy is a Christmas parade. He is apparently already in trouble with the police. They mm -hmm. think he was fleeing for some reason. Because of a stabbing that occurred, apparently. And so just a nasty, nasty mess. It's going to be super cold tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be super cold the next couple of days, as a matter of fact. Yeah, getting down to 27, I yeah. think. I, nice. I, I really, I mean, I thought I was hearing sleet last night, but it was really just light rain, and I was going, wow, I'm going to get up, and it's going to be ice covered, and I'm not going to go in. I'm going to get to go back to bed. No, no such luck. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't, even, I didn't even a jacket. It, it wasn't bad at all, but uh, we're definitely going to see a huge, huge, huge drop. A um, <laughs> couple of things from the world of hospitals. Erlanger and Parkridge are both moving to the vaccine mandate as well following CHI Memorial. 
and they're going to abide by Medicare and Medicaid rule, and everybody wondered what they would do, and that is what they're going to do. They're going to do the right thing, in my opinion. If you're in the healthcare business and you don't believe in the health care that you're selling, you really should reconsider your job. Um, the other day, I mentioned this, and you guys didn't seem to be all that impressed by it. I said, Vancouver is completely cut off. Yeah, did you see the video of them trying to wrangle the cows? Uh, the, yeah, I just, yeah. They, they, they literally, there are, let me look, 71,000 people forced from their homes can't get back home because of washed out roadways, bridges. Uh, they, they definitely depend on rail up there like crazy. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and nothing's working. And remember back in the summer, they hit 121 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this this poor little island has baked and burned <laughs> can't win. and is freezing and flooded now. And they literally, they're in a mess. They've got hundreds and millions of dollars in damage in the town of Vancouver and all its surroundings have no real idea where to get started. Uh, there's going to have to be a whole lot of tent homes. Vancouver is cold in the wintertime, y'all. It's getting colder and colder every day. Every single time. Uh, back to Erlanger for one second. There's still a lot of mystery, and we barely talked about this. Dr. Chris Young, uh, a trustee and an anesthesiologist, didn't make a whole bunch of fuss when it happened, but uh, back last month, late last month, they voted 63 to remove him as chief of staff with virtually no information going out to the public. Why? But the people at Erlanger, the staff and the physicians are pissed. I know. They are mad. Not happy. They are not they are not pleased with the way it occurred, how it occurred, why it occurred, and, and the non explanation. No. We don't know why. I, I, I honestly don't. No, even I don't, and I usually know things. I yeah, don't I mean I mean just inside information hasn't helped anybody there. There yeah. there must be there must be some sort of personal entanglement somewhere, and I'm not talking about affairs or anything. I'm talking about just it could be just two guys who don't like each other who have just locked horns, and you never can tell. But no, virtually no information was given, and this guy was just put on the road, and people are going, "What the hell?" You just Erlanger just cannot stay out of controversy. It can't stay, you know, it can't stay out of controversy, and it seems like it can't keep anyone there for any amount of time. It's kind of weird. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just throw two more out there real quick. Uh, there is a front page article, front page, and that is in today's paper, uh, the Times Free Press, and it talks about seeing more and more guns on the streets of America. And we're talking about not people walking around with weapons on their, their, their side, you know, mm-hmm. holstered, you know, firearms. We're talking about semi-assault rifles and shotguns being bared through the streets and they can do it legally yeah both uh, both sides of the aisle are doing it too there and yeah yeah exactly i'm, I'm looking at, at, at pictures of of black activists and the blm movement i'm mm-hmm. looking at pictures of of course you know the biker types and the 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 three percenters and all the rest of those guys and the fact is that, that there is no debate there there is no debate that that would be facetious and just an absolute just just red herring to think that the streets of America were safer because people are wandering around with firearms in their hands. That's that's a lie. We're less safe. But I don't want to give up my right to do it. 
because there's people wandering around out there with guns in their hands. <laughs> exactly. And well, there's, uh, there's so many people wandering around with guns in their hands, I feel like I might need one. There's also the mutual assured destruction argument, too, because if, say, Proud Boys have rifles, BLM have rifles, Neither one of them are going to start shooting because it'll be a gunfight. It'll definitely be a gunfight. There there will be one eventually. There's going oh, yeah. to be a bear down OK Corral at some point. It's going to have to happen. Spots. And the, the last one I've got here has to do with Austria. Austria, they argued and argued about a mandate. They've got their fifth wave happening over there. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've seen remarkable spikes in numbers. They've done OK for the most part. But so they protested all weekend long, protested, got out in the streets, tens of thousands of Austrians saying, we're not going back to masks. And the government said, well, you know what we're going to do? 10-day mask mandate. Thank you very much. Nobody come outside of your house without a mask on for fear of arrest or fine. So yeah, get, well, then they're, what you ask for. they're protesting even more now. Yeah. And I doubt that they're going to arrest a million people. I don't think they will either. They, 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 could, give it, they could give it hell. Well, the Austrians they are pretty good at arresting shot. a lot of people. They've they've proven to be effective <laughs> at it before. Thank you very much. And this is what they swore. We all knew how to play. We understood the deal. We do it every day. And this is how it feels. It's the editorial it time. Everybody's got one. Everybody's got an opinion. And I've got one on this particular topic. It, it is near and dear to my heart, something I've worked with. Uh, I kind of got into it bass backwards, sort of making fun of, uh, uh, well, not making fun of the homeless per se, making fun of the things that people would do uh, when the network, when the internet was brand new, and we uh, thought it would be fun to do uh, beerforthehomeless.com. And it got us a lot of attention, global attention. Really? Uh, the tree, global attention. And uh, it was not the kind of attention that your mom would normally be proud of to be talking about around the Canasta Club. Uh, as a matter of fact, it caught a lot of hell over it. Uh, Mayor Ron Littlefield at the time was extremely angry with me. And I, that was before I understood his, uh, his love and passion for homelessness as a topic and trying to get rid of it in our town. And I'm going to go ahead and say I support this idea 100%. We're going to have to get to know Sam Wolf. If anybody knows him, reach out to him and say, please get in contact with Jen here. And we will set up a time for you to come in and we will do a deep dive or an explore more interview because this is the guy that they are putting in charge of our supervised homeless program. Mm -hmm. We're going to actually go ahead and dive down into it and we're going to try to get a, a linking of names and locations and where people are and what their schedules are so we can find them when there are tornadoes and floods and we don't spend a lot of time looking for human beings, which we do. Um, when there are a lot of people who would think those human beings, their lives had no worth whatsoever. They're human lives, and they're going to look for them until they find them. And uh, they may have just actually climbed up into the boughs of a low-hanging tree during a flood and camped out for a night, but people have no idea. They could have been, you know, washed downstream. And this is something that other towns have done, and the site that they're going to be doing this at is the one you would expect at 12th and Peoples near the community Mm -hmm. kitchen. And the McClellan Shelter for families and some others are involved. And some Mr. King, uh, or Wolf, I should say, Sam Wolf, I would really love to talk to you. I 
I realized in an absolute moment by looking into the hurt eyes of a woman who was standing there with two children who I offered a free beer to as part of a comedic thing we were doing on the internet that we thought was funny. And we thought we might actually raise some money. We, we really did. Who can, you know, who knows who, what's gonna go viral in this world. And I did interviews all over the place and the vast majority of the people did not get the joke. And it was meant to be a joke, but it was also meant to be somewhat in, you know, serious. I was making the point and making it very plainly that just because you're homeless doesn't mean you've given up your right to, to pursue happiness. And if that means drinking a beer, then by God, drink a beer. I, that's that's your business. Yeah. But going out and giving free beer to the homeless just as a gimmick, you know, that it, it stung me when the woman looked at me and said, I don't drink. And I looked at her two kids there and realized they're they're struggling to survive and I'm, I'm dicking with them. That was just very uncool. Uh, so it's something I've been involved with ever since. The most important things you can possibly do, and I've worked with Brian's dad on this many times, He's a very, very philanthropic guy. Sleeping bags during the cold and socks all year. Yeah, always socks, socks. all year and sleeping bags, warm, decent sleeping bags in the cold can make the difference between somebody dying and not dying. So I think everybody in this town should achieve 100% involvement at one point in their life. If it's just for one day or one night, get out there and get real and get with a real organization and look and see what all is done, what all they try to do, and what is left to be done when it comes to the problem of homelessness. Real quick, that, that particular part of the show, the Everybody's Got One, made possible by the kindness, concern, and community commitment of the local and regional pros, the professionals at Guardian Investment Advisors. Gary Thurman handles my wife and my money, our investments, trust them completely, 710-9199, 710-9199, and uh, they're just plain good folks to work with. The duh category. You've wanted... really got that marked up there. Yeah, I had a bunch of different <laughs> thoughts. You see kind of where they went. Yeah. It's really, it's, this This is just an easy one. I'm, I'm, it, it's going to be an easy one, too. Why? Why? Why is FX and Hulu wasting an hour of documentary time on Malfunction, the dressing down of Janet Jackson? I, I saw uh, that somewhere, I and I wondered, too. is that about 2004? Yes. Is that about the That's Super all it's about? That's all it's about. They were doing an hour-long special. Maybe there's where, more there than just idiot from what, looking for public publicity. I don't know. From what I could tell, there was one shriveled nipple that cost us so much in the world of media. I say our, the, the, our whole world changed The interesting that. part of that would be the FCC fallout. That yeah. would be the interesting yeah. part yeah. of that documentary. I Not mean, Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson and, and Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake has now since taken much heat yeah. for take for not taking enough heat for being the perpetrator when it happened. Janet Jackson's the one that took the fall in her career. They said she was in tears afterwards, stormed away, disappeared, didn't want to talk to the media, but the people behind the scenes, including the wardrobe 
person said it was certainly done on purpose and any moron watching it knew it was done on purpose that was not a malfunction it was not a mistake yeah they exposed her nipple they thought they were going to be raunchy and out there on the edge and and get a good gasp which they did but that gasp led to a six-month crackdown on things on radio not just tv all tv stations suddenly had to install extremely expensive delay systems and on radio, we had to alter the way we did things as well. It was ridiculous. That was an interesting time of, of, of the techno, techno, tech, tech advancements yeah. um, <laughs> where we were in a gray area. You know, if that yeah. happened today, we would forget about it three days from now. Well, because we see much worse every single day on yeah. our phones anyway. It's like, we, I don't know, a boob. The internet was, was just starting to become the bigger than life th thing we thought it was. It wasn't quite there yet. It was almost there. You yeah. had, you had, uh, see, who all was out on the stage? You had, uh, oh, it was a, P. It was Diddy, Nelly, Kid Steven Rock. Steven Tyler out there? Uh, Jack. You, and then, then you had about 15 minutes. This was right after he released his first solo album. This is his big gig. He's trying to break away from the boy band, you know, label. And so he's out there doing "Rock Your Body," and she's the Janet aging, Jackson. she's the aging she, star she looking is, for she this. Is, absolutely, and she's as she's as hot she's as hot as she ever was at her career at that time. Yeah, she was. And the lyric was, "Bet I'll have you naked by the end of this song." Right as it happened, yes. As he reaches up, and suddenly there's a wardrobe malfunction. He goes, as he Yuck. rips away an entire cup of uh, fabric away from her breast. Is Completely it? designed to break away. Yeah, It didn't exactly. tear. It was, was say, designed to break away. I always thought that, even when I was a kid, I thought whenever they would show the blurred version on TV, I was like, wouldn't, like, a dress, like, if I grab my shirt and I pull it, the whole rest of the shirt kind of wants to go with it. Yeah, it doesn't just go snap. Yeah, like, like this. There's a like, here's a piece of Velcro. Like I can't rip off my, the yes. kangaroo pocket on my hoodie. It doesn't work like that, you know. So like, if he just reached up and grabbed it and ripped, either the whole dress would come down, or it would just sort of like tug away you, at it, and he'd be like, "Whoops!" You can catch the hour-long documentary, deep, deep, deep in depth documentary on FX and Hulu malfunction the dressing down of janet jackson and she, that, did, she did go away after that though. and that halftime show was produced by mtv they were just in the tail end of their kind of heyday and they were regularly doing things on their video music award shows with madonna and christina or, or oh yeah, or yeah. kissing yeah. pushing yeah, yeah that was the thing yeah. that was the year yeah. after the, the the kiss this is what they did every year on their property on their properties and their their uh, uh, production that was the last time yeah. we saw britney live too and they say that this this was supposed to be in the same lines as the free britney movement trying to help janet I don't know how much help Janet really needs. She's Janet she Jackson. Needs, she needs some help. Now, Latoya, you know what I mean. she needs some help. Uh, I remember <laughs> watching an interview with her, and you talk about prima donna, and she talked about the, oh, I mean, she waxed eloquent about the uh, positives of coffee enemas, warm coffee enemas. Every time she gets one. You don't one, want it too hot. Every time she gets one, she just feels the sad stuff come out. And I go, I bet the sad stuff does come out when you'd stick coffee up your butt. And I, you, you know, <laughs> but you can't use powdered cream. The, the saddest <laughs> stuff imaginable probably comes out, as a matter of fact. And this portion brought to you by RC2 Realty Solutions. <laughs> Add the dot com, and you've got all you need to deal with that distressed property you've been saddled with. 
Robin Ring, Robin with a Y, will help you sell, renovate, maybe you want to buy, invest. Talk to Robin at rc2realtysolutions.com. I don't want this coffee anymore. (laughs) Where? Maybe you ought to just transfer the... The, the vehicle. There's a the, 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 the route. There's a complicated system detour of, of tubes that connect to Janet Jackson at the Speedway. The Chattanooga Drive-In Show, the Tri-State Region's Drive-In Theater of the Mind, uh, featuring the voice of the city's communicator for three decades. The voice of the morning commute, Jeff Styles of the Y, Jen Lambert, of course, Pimp Jen, Russell Stroud, Russell the Love Muscle, Dave Hooker, Brian Stone, Jeff Greenspan, and Taft Sibley. And one hour, you'll be informed, warned, entertained, brain sprained, and we'll hopefully get to all of those things here very, very shortly. What are you doing? I am not doing this, but you can do this <laughs> tonight. ZZ Top is playing at the Tivoli. $79 per ticket. Uh, rock the night away with ZZ Top. No, thanks. Starts at 8 o'clock, right? That's what I said, but... You know, people like ZZ Top. Yeah, I won't watch ZZ it. Top if it doesn't have that guy who yeah. used to be in it. Tell Scott Chase I said hello. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then Wednesday. Him and his, his, the three gold card holders from 19, yeah. whatever year it was. <laughs> I have a lifetime <laughs> lifetime membership to ZZ Top. I hope they do ZZ. legs. <laughs> I hope they do their big hit legs. And then Wednesday we have local comic shop chop. Local Comic Shop Day. See, see. Wednesday, November 24th from 12 to 7 at Infinity Flux, located at 3643 Hicks and Pike. Price of purchase, celebrate Local Comic Shop Day with exclusive comics in limited quantities. Not sure about the rumor that Brian Joyce is going to show up for a set. I can't confirm <laughs> or deny that. I don't, Dressed I don't fully know. as the Joker. Since he's Fi- a comedian, you know. Finally, finally <laughs> does a stand-up show. Just to prove that it can be done. What if he's like he, an Andy Kaufman and like the whole thing with the blue light was a big, big gig? It's he, all great. One great big He farce. was open this weekend. Did you, did you guys know that? He wasn't no, open on know. Saturday. He was not? I was at, uh, I was at the... Um, Terminal? Driving a crime. Well, yeah, driving a crime. With the blank, they had songbirds. And no, oh. they were not open on Saturday. I can't tell you about Friday or Sunday, but... Hmm, what's the date today? 22nd. Um, He posted... He posted that he uh, he said uh, this is this is going back to, to this weekend um, tomorrow night all weekend long the blue light is open tell your friends bring the boys and girls even though they couldn't sell any beer <laughs> we won't stop till everyone gets a taste of Chattanooga's hottest new nightclub uh, Friday November nineteenth yeah, eight taste to close of beer. Saturday the twentieth from eight to close. Beats by his DJ, hottest vibes in chat, best bar staff in town, best customers in town. And then he goes on to say, we don't care what the haters say. (laughs) We don't care what small-minded people say. We care about you. We like our customers. We like our hip-hop culture. We like our diversity. And we like the energy you bring. So bring it, Chattanooga. We're here for you. We're open all day, all weekend. Our DJ is amped. Our staff is ready to go. See you tonight. Well, you dozens night. of people were disappointed because they were not open well, on Saturday. He, I was there. He posted like Randy posted poop was candy because it didn't happen. I mean, unless uh, they opened up at like midnight or something. Maybe I his mean, favorite <laughs> fans. Eight o'clock. Maybe his yeah. favorite fans are people who actually don't show up. 
so he was doing them a special favor. I was Songbirds is, is I mean, I, fifty I like feet the away from fifty feet away from their. their I entrance. want the haters. I want all the haters to listen to us every morning. I want every small-minded person to listen to us every morning. We'll take all their haters and small-minded people, and we would just love to have them. There might have been a combination of him thinking it was going to be open, and or maybe trying to just get a long thread of people saying, hey, why aren't you open after you said yeah, you were? Yeah, that's a possibility. It's hard and then for he him can blame every single person, tag them all. That's likely yeah. maybe it's what he was doing. It's hard for him to fit in other visions when the overall vision, I mean, like one sent directly from God above and a sunbeam, oh. you know, a, 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 a struck down on the road to Damascus, you know, has him sitting on top of the world with a golden crown and a scepter telling people what to do you know it's kind of hard to figure out these little things like build you know beer board rules in chattanooga when you're the king of the universe so i mean that just you know poor old guy he's got he's got a lot on his mind he does he's 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 running the world as we know it he's the only person that has any sense he's the only person that understands he's the only one smart enough the only one brave enough the only one who stands up to the machine, the only one who bites the hand that feeds him every single day, and they give it to me for free, and they hate me for it. And 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 that takes up a lot of time. So he may have misposted. And the landlords hardened their hearts and said, uh, pay up. Get thee to a nunnery. All right. <laughs> nunnery. Uh, what else? What else you doing or not doing? That's it. That's all it's I got. Thanksgiving week, yeah, man. I ain't doing nothing. All right. Well, the only thing that I'm 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 not going to be doing, but I'm kind of intrigued by it, is this uh, effort to save the Red Bank Central Park. Oh, they had good I burgers. I meant to put that I, on my I, list. Oh, the, the Central Park are you is wanting to the fast save food it? joint. No, here, no. Here, here's Central Park on my list. Where middle school used to be. Okay. Uh, my list of 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 yeah, I was going to say fast food places. <laughs> Central Park in New York. I've been there once. They told me not to go in. It was too dangerous. So basically, the closest what? thing I've got is watching Friends and seeing them in Central Perk. So I have no <laughs> idea what Red Bank Central Park, what saving it is all about. All right. But I, 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 I probably won't be part of the movement. I can tell you. The, the Central Park is right where the Red Bank Middle School used to be. It is a lovely, green, grassy area now. It still has the, you know, the brick girl and boy up there for posterity. That's very nice. Um, some people want to build on it. Some people want to keep it a park. I think so that, that is the situation in Red Bank. Does the oh. city own it and they're looking to sell it? The city or? owns it. No, they're not looking to sell it. The question is whether or not they build on it. it seems like the perfect place for a Publix. Could well, use another one of those. You know, <laughs> hey, I read over the, the overflow weekend. parking for Blue Light. <laughs> <laughs> park all the way over at Red Bank. I read over the weekend that uh, the Ultra you have to walk. The Ulua Food City is getting a star got a Starbucks inside their food city. Oh, Ulua is a high class place. Wow. We're, be we're ready, Red Bank. Get with the program. You have your own local coffee places. What do you need a Starbucks for? I do. I do like be caffeinated. Yes, I do. Yeah. But it would be nice to have a Starbucks in the in the food. Why? City. So you can buy a twelve dollar black coffee. I don't drink coffee. Then what the hell are you going to Starbucks she for? She doesn't drink it. But she could use it like Janet Jackson did. Mm. You don't know. You don't know what she uses her coffee for. All right, now is the time. Do you have them in tubes? <laughs> for, for, for Pimp Jen to go ahead and take over and give the use, booze, 
Booze, you, booze for booze to use. Ma'am, we don't have syringes of coffee. Please stop asking. <laughs> I have this this bag. You hang on this thing behind you. You just plug it in and sit down on the toilet and all the sad stuff just comes out. I've always used a repurposed accordion. Right. I'm going to start with a Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. He was acquitted on all counts. Right. I think that is complete and utter baloney. Um, and as his his particular attorney said right after he was acquitted, there are way too many guns available, and uh, he shouldn't have had that with him. So that's a giant boo from me. That's a thumbs down. Uh, and boo, a boo for the legal justice system. Do you, do, you, do you know what his, his defense team did seriously? What? What they did so right. What'd they do? They didn't get up on the soapbox and preach. They just no. they just defended. The prosecution they did a, bungled they, that they, whole thing. They, they did a simple <laughs> defense. They did that, their that, job. That, the, that put the, the, the question, the smallest mustard seed of a question in the mind of a juror, maybe he really was just scared to death and trying to defend himself you know what, after putting himself into that position. Exactly. But, I mean, still... It doesn't necessarily change it. In common sense, it does. But in the eyes of the law, he was there. If this guy was going to kill him, if he took his gun from him, he was 17 he years right, old and should not right have had that back. firearm in his but possession. That, that wasn't period. The, that they wasn't the charge. They didn't right. pontificate. The they were the exact opposite of the dream team, and it worked. So yeah, because they argued on. I'm the not law. agreeing with it. I'm just no, saying. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. If if the Ahmad Aubrey case. Um, Ends in a similar vein. Well, you're going to see oh, a very absolutely. different. That that's, that case is a whole nother. That's going to be a problem. Very different reaction. You notice the the lack of demonstrations and everything. The the fervor was not there. Well, with the Rittenhouse case, though, the more information came out about it, the more people were like, "Oh, well, it's not as cut and dry as I, I thought." I watched. Well, I the, watched his testimony. I watched all of it. The, the guy getting shot, trial, being yeah. a child molester, didn't help. No, anymore. and the other one being a wife beater. Yeah. Oh, for heaven's sake! And the other one being a felon with a gun. brought in prison yeah, yeah. And, I, um, and i tell you the, the the news dropping on a friday afternoon did a world of good because yeah the friday news dump i mean i don't know if it was yeah. planned that way no but no it was no you go into the weekend planned that way that that happens on a tuesday they all agreed that's on that's that. a different that's a different they reaction all agreed on that they that's all agreed reaction. on that Everybody. uh i'm debating whether or not to go with a couple things i watched over the weekend or this i think i'll start with this Millennials and Gen Z say that size actually does matter. Hmm. Does size really matter? A recent, a recent, recent survey shows that it does to younger people. 74% millennials and 85% Gen Z think size matters in the, sh in the sack. Over 61% of boomers, almost half of all the respondents, said they experience anxiety over their manhood. But fear not. 61% say performance is more important than size. The study also showed that men care more about confidence in the bedroom. For women, it's all about foreplay. Hmm. Thoughts? None. A lot of people are going to be disappointed if that's what you're a fixated on. <laughs> size, well, ma size matters 100% all the time. I don't care what anybody says. If they say otherwise, they're liars. Certain, yes, certain size, matters. size matters. But it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't stop. So it doesn't way. stop the ways of love. <laughs> it doesn't stop the ways of the heart. There's certainly a way around everything. I have never thought that size matters. Uh, but I mean, Just think about liar. Liar. You ever liar. see the statues of the the Greeks? They all had tiny peens. Right. Yes. 
Uh, that's also, true. And look where they went. <laughs> Tiny beans. What you know what? Because they they saved the clay until they got to that last part. And they're like, damn it, we ran out of stone. And, 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 and then there would never be enough clay. They were like, Adonis, you're throwing us off here, man. You know, we, we can only get you done. And now here's poor David over here. What if the he's, dude? He's got a little schnubberino. Maybe the problem is that the the sculptor was embarrassed of his own size, and so he's like, oh, these guys were small. I mean, you can't even tell, you can't even tell it from the pubic hair. It's in there somewhere. <laughs> Can't oh see God. the forest for the trees. Right. I watched. Um, I watched a couple things this weekend that were very, very good, which I highly recommend. Colin in Black and White on Netflix. It is obviously about Colin Kaepernick. Oh, obviously. And it. Um, about Colin Farrell. It was very interesting. <laughs> no, it was really, really Colin interesting. Quinn? I'm not going to tell you anything else about it. Just go ahead and watch it. Colin Firth. I also watched King Richard. What did you watch, Everybody Jen? Everybody says to see King Richard. Oh, I'm yeah. Richard. so tired of Will Smith. I'm so tired no, of Will Smith. No, I'm so not. I wanted to this. see that. Yeah. He's so good in this. The story Take a is break. the story is uplifting. It it, it is true. Um, King that, Richard is the name of the my, movie. Yeah, right? yeah. My my, King wife, my wife said the same thing. She said you're gonna love it. Uh, it's, it's so, so much better. You know, people people forget cry. they were from Compton. They were so poor. It was ridiculous. And this guy, he knew he knew he was gonna make them tennis champions before they dad. ever picked up a tennis racket. Yeah. And all this and 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 his story is a good one. Now the take the, you know Mr. Jackson who turned his kids yeah. into a performing yeah. superstar yeah, well, unit he, he was, he's he's he was satan horrible. incarnate i'm gonna say also i was a fan of the first three or four books and i finally realized i was reading the same book over and over <laughs> and over again the wheel of time oh yeah uh, robert jordan's 24 book long <laughs> opus did you watch it literally uh, I watched the first three episodes, That's which were the ones is. that are available. Yeah, there's three, and now they'll start doing it once a week, like they've done with the rest of them. Yeah, I watched it at my friend's house over the weekend. It is excellent. It's it good. is excellent. I'm not going to put it up there with Game of Thrones. They're trying to be uh, the 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 young actress's name who has done so well for herself, who was in uh, Gone Girl. Oh, Rosalind and, Pike. Yeah, Rosalind, Rosalind Pike. She's yeah. not exactly and, young. And, and, and I a care lot. a lot. Mm-hmm. She plays the main character. The I tell you what, cost is no object when it comes to production oh, yeah. of these shows yeah. anymore. Yeah, They've the, got all the money they need to do whatever they need to do to make it big. It's huge. Yeah, the I watched. Huge uh, show, I yeah. also watched Red Zone. Um, Red Zone. What's that? Mm, Red List. Red Zone. Red Zone. Red Zone with uh, Red Mark. Gosh, who's in Bruce it? Willis. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, that's no. just red. No, with uh, Dwayne Johnson, Ryan oh. Reynolds, oh, and Gal me. Gadot. And it is Red Zone. You red can, Zone. These are like those red are, letter. Those red are three. Zone. Good lord! You just listed three actors and an actress who I cannot stand in movies. Well, I cannot stand uh, well, Dwayne the Rock Johnson because it 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 sucked. Oh. I can't stand Gal Gadot's acting. It wasn't acting. good. It, no, no. It and really her, stank. Her acting, I thought, was in Wonder Woman was very good. Yeah. Nothing else that she's been in is she even a C actress. And this no. Is, there's she's no, bad. There's no mistake. She's a beautiful, beautiful she woman. Is. She is a terrible actress. She's Israeli. Yes. My God. She has a weird-shaped head, Are you sure too. it's not called the Red no, List? No, Red Zone. And... Uh, 
Ryan Reynolds, who I think is very funny in most things he's ever done. I disagree. He, um, I don't know, he felt Red Notice. Red Notice. Oh, Red Notice. Red Zone's pulling up nothing except for NFL. Red Notice. Red Notice. Red Notice. All right. I knew I had that right. Yeah, yeah. No, you didn't. You said Red List. That's right. There's a guy. There's a guy. He walks to work every day. And only <laughs> on the days where it's raining does he actually get to go up the elevator on, the last Brian, four ask floors. Ask a question. <laughs> ask questions about the guy. I have to tell you the Pimps Corner is brought to you by an anonymous donor who's chosen to invest in the Chattanooga Drive-In Show, but he's given his time over to a few local organizations, and we played host to one the other day. Chattanooga Girls Rock, A Step Ahead in Habitat for Humanity, the definition of Chattacentral when people do things like this. That number again, 301-9229. Thanks again to everybody who made the Kickstarter project work. Stay with us and uh, keep on going. Just, you don't Is know the anything guy about old? the guy. Irrelevant. Does his footwear matter? No. See, when I mentioned the gremlins, I was joking and trying to mock you. I know. And then you told me. <coughs> I know. Me, you told me, and my voice is gone again. What, what's something? What, what, it's, what, what, what's a definite? What's a, a description of one of a, of a, a gremlin? What's it, uh, of a gremlin? What, a what would be one thing you could say about a gremlin? He's green. When they get wet, they turn into monsters. All these things are true, but none of them are really <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm looking for. Hmm. Well, we'll continue mm. thinking about it. Yeah, I don't think you will. I think you're, I think you're ignoring me completely. I think you're I think you're doing counterproductive psyops against me. Is it to do with the brightness level? No. No. Well, no. <laughs> brightness level would be affected. Muscle flex. Russell the love muscle gets to flex his muscle during his section of the show. Brought to you by Chattanooga Safety Products on Highway 58. Next to the Hungry House, all your industrial safety footwear and PPE needs. Safety begins at your feet at Chattanooga Safety Products. Is he wearing a hat? Irrelevant. It can't be that important if you can't remember. I'm having to think. No, no, I'm having to, I'm having to, I'm trying to help you out. I'm just, even little hesitations might be able to help you out. He could be. Okay. All right, well, this is very short. Um, it's about an, an article that came out a couple of days ago. You got it, by the way. Go ahead. He's a gremlin? No. Keep on going. Okay. Uh, an article that came out from a Bloomberg indicating what many have been fearing for a while now. Uh, the United States has shared intelligence with its European allies, showing a major troop buildup on the border with Ukraine. Bloomberg also reports that reservists have been called up into active duty in uh, Russia, not here, although Putin denies this claim. The current thought is that Russia would launch a full-scale invasion of Ukraine through Crimea, which it recently annexed. The reported level of troop movement is something that hasn't been seen since the Soviet days, according to many military analysts. The Kremlin continues to deny that there is any intent to invade Ukraine, but their actual movements seem to betray that statement. There's also the undeniable events going on in Belarus, which may be uh, connected to a possible distraction of what's going on in Ukraine. Uh, Putin and... Uh, Porschenko have been known to be pretty good friends over the years, uh, with Belarus modeling itself after Soviet Russia in many ways. Uh, so it could be that there is some sort of coordinated effort on that front. Uh, but what's really going on is not exactly known. Uh, all we know right now is something big is happening uh, between Russia and Ukraine, and 
we're probably not going to do anything about it because it would be worldwide suicide for the United States to get involved into a conflict with uh, with Russia. So that's it. You don't you don't think we can win? You don't think we whip whip that Russian ass? It'd take twenty Ruskies to take down one Southern boy. <laughs> I think that long term we could win, but if we it, we would all lose no matter what, you know. All right, mountains looking at each other. The storytelling part of the show. This one's going to be very fast and and uh, swift. Swift. It's brought to you by a new podcast, all about being better versions of ourselves. And I think we can all agree that y'all could be better versions of yourselves. Sharing stories and lessons from our successes and your failures. Joyce, <laughs> Joy Bruce died as he <laughs> walks us through learning to be intentional with our money, time, thoughts, and relationships. It's too late for me. It's too late for me. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm trying to help okay, you guys. Scrooge. Out. The Intentional Living Project. I'm too old. How to ruin a parade. It's that simple. How to ruin a parade. Step one. Get, we no, I'm we not did it in one fell swoop and one terrible year. Do y'all remember when there was a Christmas parade downtown? No. And they had floats and bands and people marching in every organization in the world wore their outfits and they threw candy and kids came out and they grabbed the candy and they argued over the candy and there were noisemakers and Papa Van Zwoolas and Zoom 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 Zooblers and all the kind of stuff that Dr. Seuss would be talking about. Uh, Jeff is off his meds again. And one day, all of a sudden, a kid got killed somewhere in the Midwest by running under the tire of a float. And it was a sad, sad thing, and everybody was sad. Everybody was sad. All the world was sad that the kid got killed. National Day of Mourning. And so they changed the rules to the downtown parade. And keep in mind, this was also when downtown was becoming a residential area. This is back when old El Jefe was laughing. Ha, ha, ha. at the idea that anybody would actually purposely go downtown and live there. (laughs) Yeah. That was the, everybody agreed with me too, except for the people who actually had foresight and vision and planning and talent. Um, It was the dumbest idea in the world. Nobody was going to live downtown, but suddenly we had a handful of very well-to-do, well-heeled, extremely rich people who lived in a couple of the areas you know you had retail on the bottom the Chattanooga way uh, residential on top and they started complaining about the idea of the noise not the concept the actual noise of the parade but the idea of the noise of the parade add that to the poor kid that got crushed by the tire and all of a sudden we had a parade where there were no marching bands there were no sirens, there were no clowns or anything making honking noises, no shriners. They could not throw candy from moving vehicles anymore. They had to walk out and hand the candy to the kids in the crowd, and that's what most of the people in the parade were doing, and it was in silence. Y- uh, y'all, do y'all, y'all don't remember this. It literally, no. the enti- it was the most surreal thing you've ever seen. Here comes, you know, the, the fire department with no sirens, and here comes a marching, you know, group of veterans, you know, and they got their, their, their weapons shoulder, but no 21-gun salute, and here come these people, 
sad, sad clowns walking out of the parade route and handing com- you know, candy personally to each individual kid and t- making sure the kids didn't get off the sidewalk. Don't get off the sidewalk. Don't get off the sidewalk. And if one got like on a wall or one of those little trash can containers that's made out of concrete, there was somebody there to get onto them. Matter of fact, the only sound you heard was the was the whistle of somebody being gotten onto. <laughs> the exact year this happened, I do not remember, but I remember that it was the downtown partnership. They loved this idea. It was going to be great. It was going to be wonderful. It was going to be unique. It was a silent parade. It sounds like a horror movie. It does, yeah. And it was. It was. It was one of We were just standing there going. I, there was a huge group of friends standing around. We're like going, this is the most dull and boring and useless thing that's ever been done. I'm picturing it being really foggy, too, and there's like Log Lady standing there. Yeah. I mean, log Lady would have been the life of the party. At, at this particular parade. My log she, tells me there used she, to be noise she here. Would, she would have been the goose <laughs> stepping down the, the side steps, you know, taking taking the, the band into the into the side street to, to get them off the, the right path. So, all right, so even though you actually got it without, without even mentioning the fact, without realizing the fact that you got it, y'all still don't want to ask any more questions. Wait, about so Russell, guy. he solved this and he doesn't realize he it? Saw, he solved it you in a this? dead sentence, and I said, you just got it. And then he started reading his report, and none of y'all caught it. He's a, what? He's a gremlin. It was right after he turned that. into a monster so, when so he gets said, wet. What? What's one of the things that gremlins share? Start, start naming, start naming things about people. Gremlins are small. Not, not gremlins. People. Uh, people. Describe, describe people. They have skin. Yeah, there's one. They have internal organs. They're bipedal. Legs, arms. Legs, arms. Yeah. What kind? Arms. They have two arms. Two yeah. legs. What kind of arms? He has one leg. Does he have one close, arm? Close, close. Is he missing his fingers? He has one no. arm. No, no. You're you're all over it though. You're still you're in the right body parts. I don't understand. Is he? He walk. Okay. He walks every day, and he has to walk up the last four flights, except for days it's raining. Because he's carrying an umbrella. Thank you. And he can push the button with his umbrella. He's short. 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 And he's carrying an umbrella. So on the days when it's raining, he gets to ride all the way up. So he's the penguin. To the the 12th or the 14th floor. That's the payoff? That's the payoff. That's the payoff. (laughs) That's the payoff. That's the payoff. (laughs) (laughs) Took us two days to figure that out. I know. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) I don't Isn't know that what, that says, what that says about any of us. Do you want to go ahead and go right to the next one? <laughs> the suicide hotline number is 800-273-8255. He's just short. Regional Roundup. Regional Roundup. Uh, Montgomery convicted ex-state House Speaker Mike Hubbard told people he was innocent and held his nose as he signed a letter apologizing for his crimes and prosecutors said casting doubt on his claims of remorse as he seeks early release holding his nose what would mother hubbard say scores of housing activists in atlanta georgia tenants and lawmakers rallied to pressure officials to speed up distribution of monies and federal aid aimed at preventing evictions north carolina in the town of raleigh 
the largest school system in the state, said no students went hungry Tuesday despite a sick out by cafeteria workers demanding better pay and improved working conditions. Nashville, Tennessee, universities, transportation agencies, and the operator of a national laboratory are among those landing exemptions to a new state law that strictly limits or prohibits most government entities and businesses from implementing COVID-19 prevention mandates. So Blue Cross can do it. You know, Memorial can do it. CSI can do it. But uh, if, you're, if, you're, if you're a new company coming in, they're not going to force you to do it because they need the business. Hmm. Uh, another one from uh, Tennessee, court order blocking implementation of the new state law preventing schools from issuing mask orders remains in effect through Thanksgiving. Everybody should know that by now. And Atlanta, the city, and Fulton County have a new tool officials hope will help cut jail overcrowding. Part of the Atlanta City Detention Center will become the Center for Diversion and Services, where law enforcement can send people with behavioral health issues. And finally, uh, Linden, Alabama, Governor Kay Ivey and other officials have finally held the groundbreaking ceremony for construction of the four-lane highway spanning rural West Alabama, from north to south. Wow. It's going to span rural West Alabama from north to south. So all this time, those people over there have been having to take back roads. Jeez. What a nightmare. And yeah. back roads in Alabama are and not exactly Alabama, fun. yeah, in Alabama. Yeah. Everything transportation in Alabama is a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a service station, not a convenience store, a service, a service station every 45 miles. Uh, and it doesn't have any of the actual plates on the outside of the uh, the gas meters. It's just got little things that you can see moving, you know, and, and <laughs> how they adjust the, the price. I have absolutely no idea. It just spins faster I'm and faster. I'm pretty sure you're getting ethanol in anything you're buying, yeah. there, including the cheese crackers. So there you go. <laughs> Anybody got one? Top of your mind. Yeah, we pretty much covered everything. Uh, just worried about travel. I, I that's I, I have have this one brought to you by the Sports Barn. Three locations. 1979. They have been keeping people healthy and happy in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and the surrounding area. And I'm a huge fan. Always have been. Always will be. It's very comfortable, and it's just a good place to go. And you always feel better about yourself. And table talk. Thanksgiving dinner. This year, 2021, how likely is it to turn to politics and turn ugly? Well, I have a feeling it's going to be less likely than normal. I'm I'm experiencing in my in my social circles people, no matter what, and I have a lot of friends that are completely opposite of me. Yeah, yeah, lots yeah, yeah. and lots of yep. friends, and yeah, I have like, noticed, especially from like a tailgate party this weekend at the Mox game, I'm with a, I'm in another world with these people. Yeah, and um. And I don't mean to say it, these people, but no. um, I'm noticing them, more and more them, people are they. realizing there ain't no reason to go down any of these roads. Like, there's just no reason to. And I think maybe that's hopefully a testament to the people I hang out with. And they're just there's no reason to be those types. Well, think about it. This but my way. family might be a different story. <laughs> yeah. I'll let you know. <laughs> if yeah. if we all we four had Thanksgiving dinner, we probably wouldn't talk about politics that much because we do enough of that already. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. There would be no I, reason I, to I, do I, that. Yeah, there, yeah. There's no reason to do that in any I'd setting have, unless yeah. unless you just have political junkies that want to go do that and that's what you do. Yeah. Right? I'd have that's funny fine. brain teasers for days though. Oh no. Table talk could get contentious. U.S. adults on whether talk of vaccines and other uh, COVID-19 related topics at their Thanksgiving will lead to dispute 
20% strongly agree, 22% strongly disagree. It's pretty tight. Hmm. 23% somewhat disagree, 25% somewhat agree, leaving a 9% I don't know. So that's pretty much that's pretty much squared up. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, the two weekends in a row now I've been in uh, swimming in waters that I don't normally swim in, two tailgates in a row, Knoxville last week, UTC this week, and they were both very, very non uh surely poisonous people, surely people and they, are getting tired of it I, I, that, that might it might be fatigue it yeah. might just be fatigue. i hope it is fatigue honestly I'm i've tired got i've got fatigue i can tell you that yeah no doubt and we haven't yet completely decided on exactly how we're going to do this but uh we will not be uh on the air uh or coming in and recording shows on thanksgiving and friday i can tell you that that much we agree on uh, we're taking Thursday and Friday off. Uh, the actual Thanksgiving day, we're looking very seriously at doing nothing except just playing the Arlo all day long. You That's can listen right. to it as long as you want to, as many times as you want to. And uh, on the Monday following, generally the, the, the deadest day of the news year, Nobody has done anything over the course of Thanksgiving unless the Snoopy balloon got loose on Macy's <laughs> Day Parade. And there's, you know, the, the football's not that great around Thanksgiving. Let's just be honest. It really isn't. We talk about it, but it's just not that big a deal. Um, I, I, there's just not that much. We may just blow Monday off, too. Yeah. Uh, just purely because we, we, we've been working hard, y'all. We have. We've I'm been gonna, working real hard. I'm going to warn y'all ahead of time. I'm going to be uh, gone the third weekend of December, so the weekend before Christmas. I'm going to be gone because uh, I'm going to go see my girlfriend and her family in Pittsburgh. Um, and then in January, I'm going to have to be – actually, I'm not going to be gone January, so don't worry about January. But the third, <laughs> third well, weekend of We might not December, even be here in January, so we'll worry about say, that. There's <laughs> the, the, the chances of us being here by mid-December, uh, you know, it's still just a toss of the dice as far as we can tell. Oh, don't be like that. Uh, we, 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 we'll be fine. Great success. Um, 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 we should be thankful for our great success. We are thankful. We are grateful for our success and the fact that we've been given so much help by so many people, so much positive feedback. With just the nariest little bit of negative feedback. What negative feedback? Brian Joyce. No, oh, oh, he okay. called us. He called us haters. <laughs> he was talking about Brian Stone, though. We can all ignore him. They gave him on one of the news channels. They gave him like a like a three-hour segment to explain himself too. Yeah. How did he do? Channel Twelve. No, I think it was nine. What did, what did he do with the other hour? He lost tens of thousands of dollars. 57 minutes. He put on this bizarre robe and a pipe, and he had these women around him, and he started talking about <laughs> his travels to Tibet. <laughs> that's interesting. Uh, that's I may watch that. <laughs> now, now that I think about it, that's, uh, that, that's, that sounds very interesting. And I've got this one. I am a Genesis fan. Me I'm too. a huge, huge, unadulterated, unapologetic fan of Genesis. Gabriel or uh, Collins? I <coughs> was both. most definitely more of a fan of Peter Gabriel's work with Genesis, but the early work that Phil Collins did with the band when he was their drummer and their second vocalist, then became the uh, front man. That was a hell of a job, a hell of an undertaking. They started out with seven people in the band. They ended up with three, still making more hits than any other band 
during that era they were an absolute monstrosity during live aid remember phil collins Mm -hmm. played both shows by using the concord sst and flying against the time zone to be able to play both times and genesis is their last tour is going on it is one of the best shows i've ever 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 seen they are digging deep deep into the archives and they're doing with peter gabriel's permission a number of tunes that he pinned Hmm. that he thinks that phil collins does a better job on vocals than he does now he's not going to he's not going to come out at any of the shows don't be looking for that that's not going to happen but there's only a couple left i mean they're so they're doing stuff from lamb lies down on broadway and 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 things like that Uh, and that was 1974 they have still got shows left in dc is the closest one to us other than that toronto detroit philadelphia and new york no west coast whatsoever wow phil collins uh, health is just keeping him from being able to do it his uh, son is filling in a lot of the robert plant and allison krauss too their album dropped over the weekend it's good the only two songs i've heard off of it are muy excelente yes and i am i do wish we could actually play music as part of the show me too because i would definitely be playing my new theme song fly by Bruno Mars and Fly Anderson like me. Pack. Yeah, Fly Like Me. <laughs> Y'all all deserve to be seen with somebody at Fly Like Me. And uh, that's some good stuff right there, Silk Sonic. And that takes us to the end of this show. Anything you guys want to add? No. Good, we're done. Bye.